0: Hello, my name is Rick Pearson and this is Prophecy USA, a program specifically designed to unveil the hidden mystery of America's role in Bible prophecy. You know, last year we were interviewed by Dr. Rod Hembrey of Bible Discovery TV. This year we're back in the studio and Dr. Hembrey is going to test the spirit of prophecy for what we said back then, then and there, and what's happening here and now. So stay tuned, you're going to enjoy this interview. Welcome back folks, you know last year we talked in our book uh, the hour that changes everything we told you about the new world order and we told you all the things that we felt were coming and 1st John 4:1, the Bible says believe not every spirit but try the spirits or test them whether they are of God because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Now amazingly traditional prophecy teachers who've told us for years that America is nowhere found in Scripture, are now following our lead at Prophecy USA and they're writing books about the New World Order, the Great Reset, warning us of the coming tribulation, and even of the spirits that are invading America. And yet they still refuse to acknowledge that the United States of America is playing a pivotal role in Bible prophecy. Major Christian networks in Canada and the USA have refused to interview us. However, some are more concerned with the second coming of Donald Trump than the 53 descriptions of America in the Bible that she's already fulfilled that proclaim the second coming of Jesus Christ. So when it comes to Bible prophecy, Dr. Rod Hembry of Bible Discovery TV is going to interview us And he's going to hold my feet to the fire. And as a founding producer of this program, Dr. Hembray cuts me no slack to make sure that our teaching is solidly founded upon this amazing book, The Holy Bible. So join us immediately after this quick documentary as Dr. Hembray tests the spirit of what we proclaim from the Holy Scriptures, then and there, and what's happening in our society, here and now, right before our very eyes. Listen to this.
1: Some might think that America's rise to power is just a coincidence, but our research team at Prophecy USA are convinced that America's present role in Bible prophecy is no coincidence she is the seventh of eight providential nations prophesied to rise her role is mandated by god and it is one of the ways we can read the prophetic time clock as it relates to bible prophecy daniel chapter 2 verse 21 states that god changes times and seasons he deposes kings and he raises up kings from scripture it is abundantly clear that government was god's idea in romans 13 we read Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? For he is the servant of God, an avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. Paul is reminding us that we should, as citizens, be subject to the governing authorities. But what happens when the authorities are the wrongdoers? What happens when instead of doing good, they are doing bad and opposing God's laws? What happens when secular humanist, self-righteous rulers have no intention of ruling for the good of the people, but rather for the good of themselves? The biblical examples in Scripture consistently tell us that when a godless government opposes the righteousness of the people. The good people are well aware of it. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked beareth rule, the people mourn. One of the most flawed interpretations of scripture within modern Christianity is the concept that the church or believers who should not be worldly are falsely interpreted as should not be involved in politics. If that dogma is correct, then Joseph should have never counseled Pharaoh. Moses should have never confronted Egypt. Samson and David should have never fought the Philistines. Nathan should never have exposed King David's adultery. Elijah should not have called down fire on the government-funded priests of Baal. Daniel should never have counseled Nebuchadnezzar. Every Old Testament prophet was involved in speaking truth to the powers that be. Meanwhile, in the New Testament, John confronted Herod. Jesus stood before Pontius Pilate, and 11 of 12 disciples were martyred for preaching in direct violation of Roman laws. So what do these examples tell believers today, especially in America?
2: You know, there's a lot going on in the world, a lot of change, and a lot of things happening, and a lot of people are asking questions. What in the world does the Bible say about it? How can it be happening right now, today? And some people are actually asking questions about America and all of that. And this is very interesting. Now, I'm on in an interview with Rick Pearson. Rick, how are you? Good to see you.
0: Nice to see you. And
2: you broadcast the program called Prophecy USA.
0: Prophecy USA. It's and on across the nation.
2: And both. it's on many stations.
0: Many stations, a couple hundred, I think, somewhere around there.
2: And in, we are good friends. And I, I know you do this prophecy. And I had to talk to you about this because... You're prophesying, and well, when I say that, I mean you're talking about what the Bible says and what God has given you and all of that. And uh, at the same time, I'm teaching through the Bible. I think that's important, but this is critical right now because we're in a time when we need to understand what's going on. Now, your first book, by the way, was 2017 when uh, we were in Israel, and I was swimming at the bottom of the pool, and God said, when you get up, you're gonna see somebody help him. And so God helped me to help you uh, get started. And you now, got
0: me on television. You you built the studio. <laughs> you did. I think I think the Lord told you to build, brick a studio. Yeah. Give him your cameras. <laughs> give him your staff. <laughs> give him your profession and do everything for free. And when you came to me and said that, I thought, well, the price is right. I better do it. <laughs> so away we went.
2: But you're formally in business as a bus salesman. Yes. And uh, <laughs> you've been on the board of pretty much everybody. One of your persons that you were involved with was Oral Roberts.
0: Oral Roberts, I consider him as my mentor. Uh, the, the teaching that I have wrought, and we've, we've discussed this before, um, in 1986 I had a revelation for seven days and uh, it was seven all about days. seven days. I, I went into a revelation knowledge and on the, what on the... What
2: does that mean you went into a revelation knowledge? What happened?
0: It was like I was receiving words from the Lord and I didn't understand it was all about America's role in Bible prophecy and then on the seventh night of the seventh day an audible voice woke me up spoke to me Uh, I had a visitation
2: that that's like the prophets in the Old Testament it
0: was like as Isaiah Ezekiel Daniel and Jeremiah I had every experience they had but it was about America's role in Bible prophecy and I was shook to the core I jumped on a plane I flew down to my alma mater Oral Roberts University and President Roberts graciously laid his hand on me because I thought I had had a total nervous breakdown or I was losing it or something spiritually was desperately wrong with me. Thought
2: you were crazy. You thought you were crazy.
0: And he laid his hand on me and he started laughing and he said, Rick, God has spoken to you. Now, he didn't know what I'd said or what, what I was told, but I was told about America in the Bible and what was coming. And everything so far is here now from what I was told and we wrote this book a year ago uh, The Hour That Changes Everything it has 53 descriptions of a Latter-day Nation called Babylon the Great The United States of America meets every description and our show called Prophecy USA which you helped me produce begins by saying this is Prophecy USA a program specifically designed to unveil the hidden mystery of America's role in Bible prophecy and folks we are fulfilling prophecy right now it's happening it's here and America is in the Bible and if you don't understand prophecy you cannot understand it fully unless you put America in the Bible you put America in the Bible and all the dots will join. And we just got a, uh, an email from a man in Alabama that has a doctorate of theology. Uh, yeah, he's, he's got a Ph.D. Uh, in divinity. And he said he's read this book three times. He has never understood the book of Revelation until now. And he said this is amazing what you put together. And I didn't do it myself, Rod. I hired a, a, a publisher from Thomas Nelson who did five commentaries on the book of Revelation for Jack Hayford. Uh, he did Jack Hayford, Max Licato, Charles Stanley, uh, and John MacArthur. And I forget the other person he did. it. But he's 74 years old. He, he's, he's been in writing all his life. And he went through this book and my research. And at the end of it, he said, my goodness, Rick. I've never seen this before in my life. You are right on, America is in the Bible. Okay, let's talk so about That's that. where we're at right let, now. Let me
2: talk about that because there are many people who have never considered before that America's in the Bible prophecy. Many prophets have said, America's not in the Bible prophecy, and so don't worry about it. I mean, you know, we're not mentioned, and yet this nation is a dominant nation in this world at least in the last 80 years, maybe 100 years, a dominant nation. And so it's, it, you know, you're just supposed to dismiss it. So where do you think America is in Bible prophecy? Where is it at? Okay, this is where
0: traditional theology has missed. The Bible says that there's hidden things in Scripture. Daniel was told, seal the book. It's not until now, it'll be for the latter days. Daniel 12, right? Daniel 12, Habakkuk 2.2 says, the vision waits for its appointed time to be fulfilled. Um, Most people who've studied prophecy all agree there's a seven year tribulation period. In the seven year tribulation period is when God's wrath comes upon the earth. During that seven year tribulation period there are seven seals, seven trumpets, and seven bowls that are released. At the end of that tribulation period, it talks about Babylon. And it says, after the final bowl is released, Revelation 16, 17 says, it is done. It is done. The judgment's done. Then in Revelation 16:9 says, and the angel came and said, Babylon has come up for a remembrance before the Lord. And that word remembrance is memnescobi. It means to recall from memory the angel says hey I want to show you something that God's remembered something from memory how this thing got started and then in Revelation 17 1 it says the angel says come with me and I will show you the destruction of Babylon Babylon among for 2000 years theologians have said that Babylon exists throughout the tribulation period that is not the case that is not what the Bible says The Bible says, the angel says, come with me and I will show you the destruction of Babylon. And they're taken out of that time sequence and that angel brings John and he describes this woman, this rich Mm. woman with a golden cup in her hand and and, um, she has 53 descriptions. And then in Revelation 17, 12, it says, and the beast and the 10 horns who have not yet received power don't like this woman because she's been sitting on them, Kathimia. This is where traditional Bible prophecy has totally missed it for 2,000 years and you cannot join the dots until you find out who Mystery Babylon is and the United States of America meets all 53 descriptions. Even today, she's fulfilling Bible
2: prophecy. And you've listed those in the book, The Hour That Changes Everything. We've listed them. That book, I've read the book, it's an excellent book, uh, it, it is, and I would encourage people to get a hold of that book because it's very important. How do they get a hold of the book? They
0: can go to Amazon or they can go to our website, prophecyusa.org, and you can, you can order it off the uh, website or directly from Amazon. But we'd prefer that you go to our website and get right, it. Right. But uh, people are calling us from all over North America. And they're saying, I never understood the book of Revelation until I read this book. And the reason is because we've never figured out who Babylon was until now.
2: So God has shown you or has spoken to you that, you know, it's America. And that makes a lot of sense because America is, you know, a dominant nation, all that. But it's an extension. I mean, when you go to Washington, you go to Washington, D.C., you see pillars like Rome. You see... Everything else, I mean, it's like the extension of Rome. And so a lot of people have said, well, Rome, uh, that's the Babylon. Well, actually, go to Washington, D.C., and you can see the center of that. But anyway, the point is that you saw this in your vision. God gave you this vision, and this is what he told you. Well, I'll tell
0: you what. it, It wasn't a vision per se. I did not have a vision or a dream. I had an audible voice wake me up at the end of the seven days. Now... This, this so this is,
2: happened over seven days. It and happened
0: then. over seven days. On the seventh day of the seventh night, an audible voice woke me up. An angel came in the room, touched me six times. And I was just, I was wasted. I said, God, I can't handle this. I thought I was hallucinating or having a breakdown. But I want to emphasize something, Rod. When it comes to interpreting scripture, when these people had these experiences, they wrote the word down. Sometimes they didn't even know what they were writing. Daniel didn't know what he was writing, and it waits for an appointed time. If God releases an angel to deliver a word, why wouldn't he release an angel to interpret the word when it reaches its appointed time? There's people teaching Bible prophecy today that do not believe in miracles. They believe in cessation theology. How can these people interpret scripture when they don't even believe that God's the same yesterday, today, and forever? Now it blew me away the experience I had and if it were not for Oral Roberts I don't think I would have made it because I slept for three weeks with this book on my chest and I begged God please don't let me lose my mind I was scared to death and I look and those men had the same experience and God is getting ready to release something in America and people are going to wake up in America of who we are in Bible prophecy and this and and I believe that that is coming and and people are getting woken up right now because America's under judgment right now and the judgment isn't coming it's already begun in America
2: and this is important to remember because a lot of teachers have taught for 50 years the way they teach but things are changing now things are different now things are happening now we've got all kinds of Uh, schools, Christian schools taking place there bearing the brunt of uh, the transgender movement and the whole business. And it seems as if God has, and and a lot of people believe it to be a political problem. It's not. It's a spiritual spiritual problem. problem. And you don't solve a spiritual problem with political answers.
0: And we wrestle not with flesh and blood. We wrestle not with flesh and blood. There is a spirit realm around us. And when that thing was opened up into my eyes, it 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 shook me
2: up. So this is now, this is real stuff that you're talking about. This is and-
0: real time. This is real time that God's on the move in America. He's in total control. And the spirits that are in America right now are going to fulfill every word that He has spoken about Babylon the Great, about the tribulation that's coming. These spirits are the same ones that crucified Jesus. They're the same spirits that fought against. Elijah and against Moses and against every prophet, nothing has changed except technology. People are still prone to listen to the wrong voices and go against this word. But yeah. this word is going to be fulfilled, whether you believe it or not.
2: And you know, people like the White Cliff Bible translators and all of that—they're getting the word into all of the uh, languages in the over seven thousand languages. But that brings me to this question. If we are facing things that are happening in our life uh, with inflation, with wars happening, and all of that taking place and things, you know, people are shaking their heads and they're embarrassed by everything. Where does that leave the Christian? Where are we? Are are we to panic and run and hide and, well, what are we to do then? Um, The Bible says about
0: Babylon that he fills her with men as with caterpillars. And in Revelation 18, 2, he says he hands her over to demonic spirits. There's a a falling away of the nation and of the church. But then he says, come out of her, my people, be not partaker of her sins, nor in the plagues that shall come upon her. God is calling people and we're getting uh, emails from people all over. My sheep will hear my voice. It's God's design is for us to be like the sons of Issachar and understand the signs of the times. We shouldn't be shook up by what we're seeing because we already know it's in Scripture. So when he says come out of her my people he's talking about come out from the world from the confusion Babylon means confusion. And get into His Word, and He says, "You keep your word. You keep your mind on Me. He who keeps His mind on Me, I will perfect keep you peace. in perfect yeah. peace." So everything can be falling apart, but you don't have to be falling apart. And if your Bible's falling apart, usually there's a good chance you're not falling
2: apart. <laughs> That's because, right. You can get uh, a new Bible, but because and, of yeah. the folks
0: that are the folks that walk in the Word are on top of things, what's going on? But this revelation of America is something that's never been taught in um, colleges, in seminaries. I'm going against the total trend of most people except for certain people like um, David Wilkerson, A.A. Allen had a vision of America, um, Kenneth Hagin had a vision of America, and Oral Roberts, who was my good friend, the last open vision he had, he saw blood, smoke, and vapor go down the east coast of America, and the Lord spoke to him and said 9-11 is a forerunner of things to come every one of those men had a revelation the final revelation of America they saw her being judged and that's what I experienced this is what's coming we're in a judgment now and and um, I asked brother Roberts before he died this was in 2009 what do you see coming and he said I see a separation wreck between the wheat and the chaff. And he said, this secular humanists, these secular humanist globalists, they're not going to come to God. They're going to harden their hearts just like Pharaoh did. And the wheat and the chaff will separate and God will give them warnings. God will give them warnings, but when it's time, when that moment comes when the rapture of the church takes place, the wheat will be harvested and the chaff will be burnt. And that will begin the tribulation period where God pours his wrath upon the earth.
2: You know, it's interesting because when I was in 1991, I went to Israel for the first time and that was when George Bush Sr. had uh, propagated the war or started the war, I should say, not propagated, but he resisted Iraq and started that whole movement. And I remember a speech that I heard, which is the next subject I want to talk about. Um, And that speech related to he said that uh, this is part of the new world order and That was interesting because I remember hearing that thinking The new world order. What are you talking about? Now all of a sudden we hear that frequently we hear it all the time What in the world is going on when we have people and things happening with this new world order? What's that about?
0: Eighteen months ago when we wrote this book, we talked about the New World Order. We talked about the World Economic Forum. The Hour
2: That Changes Everything. The
0: Hour That Changes That's Everything. The book, yeah. We had all that 18 months ago. And there's a lot of people that would not interview me.
2: Over a year ago.
0: Over a year and a half ago. And now everybody's talking about the New World Order and the World Economic Forum. Well, we knew that in nineteen seventy one Our former Prime Minister, Prime Minister Trudeau, formed something called the Club of Rome.
2: Pierre Elliott Trudeau. Pierre
0: Elliott Trudeau formed the Club of Rome. And it was all about global governance of the globe in which he said they wanted to divide the globe into ten regions. And they had to pull the globe and have one world government of global regions. Now in 1991, they, they wrote a book called The Global Revolution from the Club of Rome and they said we're gonna pull everything together and and what we have to do is we have to bring Uh, the people into a critical mass theory where they are all uh, joined together with one mind. We have to create something in order to bring people together. So we're going to bring climate change, we're going to bring world pandemics, we're going to bring food shortage, and all these things together will help pull the world together to form this new world order. And that's exactly what Pierre Elliott Trudeau's son, Justin Trudeau, it's exactly what Klaus Schwab from the World Economic Forum it's exactly what the UN 2030 agenda is about global governance and they not only want food shortage they're gonna create food shortage because they need an emergency in order so they can control now um, Henry Kissinger made this statement if you control the food you can control the people if you control the energy you can control the nation but if you control the money you can control the world and that's where the World Economic Forum is going and they're not it's not the World Economic Forum its world economic fascism that's what's happening they have the same spirit that Stalin had Hitler had Mussolini had they don't care how many people they hurt as long as they can get control. And this is something that the Bible talks about, about the Antichrist spirit, and it's coming. It's, 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 it, in fact, it's not only coming, Rod, it's here. Mm. This is what they're trying to do. They're trying to fulfill Bible prophecy. They want a world without God. And you know what, Rod? God's gonna give it to them. Mm.
2: And that's amazing. And I think about Revelation 13, uh... in the comments regarding the beast that emerges out of the seas and and the false christ and all that talking about the end times and i'm moving into the tribulation at this point because we'll talk about uh... what we call the rapture we'll talk about that in a minute but um, he says here that he's going to create a number and the number is a mark a mark and with that number you can't do anything you can't, you can't buy lie. yourself you can't do anything and this is something that a lot of people have misunderstood, and they said, well, this is the mark of the beast, and that's the mark of the beast. And, But the Bible tells us that the mark of the beast is a mark, and that's what the Greek word says, and that's what it forms. And so with that in mind, we're talking about something that's going to happen, something that is going to take place, and we're talking about it right now. Yes. In the last day of August... 2022 that's when we're taping this
0: (laughs) and and we're sitting up in canada right now but we're sitting in a continent that god called mystery babylon the great and unless people can get that in them they will not understand how this thing's going to come down
1: history records that the greatest exodus in the bible was led by moses but according to scripture Another exodus is coming. It's bigger, better, and is beyond any other mystery that is contained in scripture. But how does the United States of America play a pivotal role in this unfolding mystery? Prophecy USA is proud to present the latest book by Rick Pearson, The Coming Exodus Unveiling America's Future. This exciting and timely new book is coming soon. And now... When you send a gift of $35 or more, plus shipping and handling, you will receive the book, The Coming Exodus Unveiling America's Future, as soon as it's available. Call today, 1-888-306-1759, or visit prophecyusa.org to be one of the first to unravel one of the greatest mysteries in scripture.